Hi guys, welcome back to Anything Goes podcast. Um, I hope you guys are all having an amazing day per usual. I think it's a little bit, well, okay. I'm, it's, how do I explain this? LA is kind of hell right now a little bit because it's raining. It's dark. It's literally dark. Like I woke up this morning at 10 a.m. and I thought it was five in the morning because it's so dark, which makes me a little bit sad. Um, Not only that, but of course, everything going on with coronavirus. So that's, of course, upsetting. So, you know, things are a little bit rough around the edges right now. And I wanted to like talk about something kind of serious today. But then I was like, we just don't need that. We need something to make us smile a little bit. We all kind of need to at least enjoy like at least an hour of our day, right? Like I'm sick of all the sad shit, okay? Let's just try to have fun for at least an hour. So that's what we're doing today and I'm gonna tell some embarrassing high school stories. A few of these I think I've told before but also maybe not. So I'm excited to tell these stories. My high school experience was probably more boring than most of your guys's because I went to all girls school and um, I was basically just a big fat <laughs> I was just a big weenie. Yeah, I just didn't really have a lot of fun in high school. I didn't really do much. I was pretty boring. So, you know, my stories might not be the best, but I'm going to work with what I have. I think I still have a few funny ones in there. So the first story I think is probably the most embarrassing to me. Wait, honestly, they're all pretty fucking embarrassing. So this is about on par. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you, thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Prime. Whether it's a hobby, a side hustle, or simply your favorite pastime, Amazon Prime doesn't just help facilitate your passions. It helps you find new ones as well. I'm always going through phases with hobbies. Sometimes I go through a phase where I love sewing. Sometimes I go through a phase where I like taking cool photos. Sometimes I have a phase where I'm really into watercoloring. Whenever I have a good idea, I hop on Amazon and order all of the equipment that I need, and it shows up so fast so I can just jump into my new hobby while the passion is still alive. Whatever you're into or getting into, you can find it on Prime. Visit amazon.com slash prime to get more out of whatever you're into. So, so I'll, I'll set the scene for you. Sophomore year, I was trying to find out who I was. Uh, if you listen to my podcast about relationships, I kind of talked about this one relationship I had sophomore year uh, with this dude. 
I kind of like touched on it in how like I used to kind of try to convince myself that I liked guys so that I could try to get a boyfriend if that made sense. Um, probably not the best strategy. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Uh, maybe follow your heart instead. But sophomore year, Emma was very desperate to find a man's. So she was on that wave. It's okay. We're not going to judge her. She was just going through it. Um, well, when me and this kid first started talking, I'm going to change his name. I'm going to change it to Ralph. Okay. So when me and Ralph first started talking, like we were friends before for a while and he would like, he was dating other girls and stuff and I really liked him. Right. And we were friends throughout all of that. Finally, he's single. I'm like, my time to shine. And I guess we just started like texting each other more or whatever. And of course, you know, sophomore year, Emma, she wanted to be a bad bitch. She wanted to be cool. So she would leave him on red for like, well, actually, no, leave him on delivered. Sorry. So he would text me. I'd read the text and I wouldn't respond for like two hours so that I could seem cool as one does. Okay. Um, and it was fine because he didn't know that I read the text because I didn't have my red receipts on. So it just would say delivered until I responded. He had no idea, but I was seeming cool, you know, acting like I was doing shit. I mean, as far as Ralph knew, I could have been talking to seven other dudes fucking, uh, at a trampoline park. I could have been eating dinner. Like he has no idea. Right. But I was actually just laying in my bed, counting down two hours to respond. That is what I was doing. Anyways, so I talked to this kid, Ralph, for like probably a few weeks to a few months. I mean, maybe it was like two months. Let's say two months. We like talked for a little bit and then he like said that he liked me. So then we kind of just immediately started dating. Very awkward, uh, very uncomfortable. Mind you, this whole time, I'm just like leaving him on delivered for like hours on end. But I would actually read the message though. But this whole time, every single time he'd text me, I'd wait like two hours to respond. Kind of being a fuck girl a little bit, but you know, whatever. Okay, fast forward. Me and this kid Ralph stopped talking. It ended up not working out. I ended shit with him because I just didn't like him like that. And whatever, we stopped talking. Okay, fast forward. A few like, like I don't know, maybe a few months later, I'm texting with my friend and she was like, it's so weird that you have your red receipts on. And I was like, I have my red receipts on? She was like, yeah, you have your red receipts on. Like I can see when you read my text. And I was like, how long has it been like that? She was like, since I've known you like for a year. And I was like, show me right fucking now. She sends me a screenshot. In fact, my red receipts had been on for probably a year. Mind you, my mind immediately returns to my time with Ralph when I would leave him on red for like three hours. And now it all makes sense that he would see me leave him on red for three hours. I was not being slick. I was not being the fuck girl I wanted to be. In fact, I was completely being clown emoji, just complete clown emoji. That was me. I cried. I literally cried. I was like, I am so fucking mortified. I've been leaving this kid on red and other 
boys, because I only do that with boys. I, I don't know what I was going through at the time. Let's not judge me, okay? I'm judging me a little bit, but you can't. It's not fair. You probably have done the same thing. Probably not, actually. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just leaving these boys on red for months. <sighs> anyway, so now um, I check literally once a week to make sure that my red receipts are off. And that was my first story. <laughs> it probably seems like so insignificant, but that shit was super fucking embarrassing to me. You have to imagine being me. Put yourself in my shoes for a second and think about if that was you, you would be very upset. Okay, moving on. That was a fun one though. I, I like that story. It, it's embarrassing, but it's funny. Okay, next story is a period story. So all the boys skip a few minutes. You probably don't want to hear this. You'll probably vomit, whatever, whatever. Okay. So, I went to a football game with all my homies, you know, guys and girls, both. Afterwards, we went to In-N-Out because if you grow up in California, you know, post-football game, you go to In-N-Out. It's just what you do. You don't question it. Everybody knows the drill, period. So, we're all at In-N-Out, and if you've never been to an In-N-Out, basically the seats are all, like, white acrylic. So, it's like... It's like white plastic seats. So I'm sitting in the booth with my all my friends, whatever. We're like sitting there where I couldn't eat anything at in and out because I'm a fucking vegetarian, but I would hang out with my friends anyway because I just wanted to be included, okay? And as we're getting out, I'm sliding out of the booth, right? And I look down onto the white seat, blood smeared all over the white booth completely because like I, I was sitting closest to the wall so in order to get out of the booth I had to slide all the way out of the booth right my blood sorry this is so gross <laughs> but like whatever like fuck it enjoy it I was like oh my god what do I do I can't cover it like how do I like I was I didn't know what to do I was like how do I cover this up and we were leaving and like everybody was walking away and I was like and then one dude, his name was Jake, actually. I'll say his name because this is not embarrassing. Actually, it's not embarrassing for him. It is for me. Jake was like, dude, what's that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to clean it, though. Walk away. Walk away. I was like, I think it's I think it's like, I think I sat in fruit punch and then I like dragged it. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He had no fucking idea. I don't even think he knew what a period was at that point, literally. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But like, let's let's go. Let's go. Because we don't want to clean it. Right. Because because we're savage teenagers. We don't want to clean anything up because what's cleaning? I don't know what that is. I don't even know what a fucking uh, I don't know. Um, no. Yeah. We need to go. Oh, my God. The Uber's here. The Uber's here. Oh, God. We have to go. Well, it was in fact my menstruation <laughs> in the in and out seat. And I, I do feel really bad because I did not clean it myself. And in retrospect, that's really fucked up. And now if I bled anywhere, like if I did, if that ever happened to me again, which I hope it wouldn't, but anything's possible, I wouldn't care to be honest. Like I'm so happy that I've evolved as a human being and I could be like, yes, that is my blood. Sorry. But like, when you're in high school, you don't want anybody to know that you're a human who poops, you know, burps. Like, you're supposed to be perfect, right, when you're in high school. So that's how I felt anyway. I was like, nobody was allowed to know that I that I had my period. Like, that was, like, off limits. I don't know why that is. Like, people get are so weird about bodily functions when they're young. And then as you grow up, you just get over it. But I wonder why that is. Anyway, 
Like if I have a booger in my nose now, I'm like, oh, word, like help guide my finger into my nose and help. Like, you know what I mean? But when you're younger, it's like, oh, my God, I had a booger. Uh, oh, my God. Like, whatever. It's so weird. Anyway, so that was that story. Uh, nobody actually knew that it was my blood because I covered the story so well. But that was really embarrassing. So I hope you enjoyed that one. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. Oh God, this story sucks. This story sucks. And I think I've actually told this one before, um, but I'm telling it again because I... I don't know if I told it on my YouTube or maybe even on a podcast episode, but I'm telling it again because I just think it's a, it's a goodie. All right. So I was in math class and I'm sitting at my desk and we were all doing like worksheets, whatever, just whatever. And uh, at my school, we were allowed to have our computers out and we could like listen to music if we wanted during individual work. And so I was listening to music on my computer. Uh, in fact, I was actually listening to Space Song by Beach House. I remember exactly which song it was because uh, this experience was so traumatizing for me. And um, so I'm working on this worksheet and I have the music blasting in my ears. I mean, like so fucking loud, like almost hurting my ears how loud I was playing it because I love that song so much. And I'm working on the worksheet, whatever. And all of a sudden I hear people start giggling and I look up for a second and I didn't really see anything and I was like, okay. And then it, kind of kept happening and then I started to feel eyes on me. So I look up and I'm like, can I take my headphones out? And everyone's looking at me and I literally paused for like probably 20 seconds and I'm like looking around just trying to figure out what I'm missing. I like look down at myself. I'm like, do I have a fucking like booger on my face? Whatever. I was like, can I help y'all? Everybody's looking at me in the whole room. And mind you, I was kind of a savage in high school. I was like, can I help you guys? Like what's going on? And they were like, you're humming so loud. And I was like, humming? No, I'm not. And they were like, 
yeah, you've literally been like singing. And I was like, okay, great. Well, it's great how you guys aren't going to see me at school tomorrow because I'm actually transferring now. I'm actually never going to come back again. So that was awful. Thank God. Thank God I went to all girls school. Oh, if I went to a school with guys, I would have lost my fucking mind, especially at that point in my life where it was like, you know, you're in high school and you just like want a boyfriend so bad and like whatever. It's like the thought of being embarrassed in front of a dude is a nightmare. Whereas in front of a bunch of girls, it sucks. But it's like, for me, it's just not as intimidating. I'm not trying to impress anyone. So it was fine. Like to give you some context at my school, no one shaved their legs. <laughs> like nobody ever like brushed their hair. Like we literally showed up to school looking like shit, did our schoolwork, did homework, did sports and went to bed. And then on the weekends, it was time to like put ourselves back into make ourselves look normal again. But like not even like that needs to be normal. That's kind of actually a unfair societal standard. Um, you know, like whatever it's normal is what you feel comfortable in. But, you know, we'd make ourselves look um, more put together when it was the weekend. But during the week, we were not looking so hot. And then every time there was like events at the boys school, because, you know, when you have, there's a girls school, there's a guys school, too. And they do events together like prom and shit and like homecoming or whatever. Um We'd like show up to their school looking so scary. Like I would look like I got put in a blender and that's probably why I didn't have a successful high school boyfriend. So, oh my God. So the school I went to, again, all girls. So there's an all guys school. I don't want to say the name of it because I feel like I would get sued for that somehow in some way, possibly. So I'm going to call it boy school. Okay, we're just going to call it boy school. So... There's always football games and basketball games and all that stuff at this boys' school. And all of us would go to it because, you know, we wanted to have the high school experience and it was fun or whatever. So everybody would always wear the boys' school's merch to these games, of course. A lot of the girls at my school either had some of the school's merch from their boyfriends or their older brothers or their younger brothers or, like, their really close guy friends but for me, I didn't really have any of those connections, right? I didn't really have a lot of guy friends at the time. None of them had crushes on me, that's for damn sure. And that's definitely why I didn't have a hoodie. So I never had like any of the merch to wear to these games. So my ass thought it was a great idea to go onto their website and order a hoodie because I felt left out that I was the only friend that didn't have merch for this school. Well, when I was on the website, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you can customize a hoodie. That's so dope. I'm going to do that. So I customized myself a boys school hoodie. Great idea, right? Well, it, it wasn't because I showed up to a game in it and everyone was like, why do you have a custom hoodie? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, I just have it. Like, I don't know. And they were like, did you customize that yourself? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, who's a size extra small at our school that could fit into that hoodie? And I was like, oh. Yeah, I fucking went on the website and customized it for myself because then y'all assholes would give me one of yours. Not my fault. What do you want me to do? Go to the Lost and Found and get one that smells like socks? I mean, I could have done that, but I didn't. I fucking ordered a custom one for like 60 bucks. Why did I do that? Stupid bitch. I was a stupid bitch and I embarrassed myself and I was trying to be, I 
All of these stories are because I tried to be cool, except for the one where I hummed in math class. That was just a fluke mistake. But like, and the period blood one. Actually, no, I could have made that one funny if I would have handled it correctly. So yeah, me trying to be cool in high school was a mess, as you can tell. Um, I ended up never getting my own boys' school hoodie from a guy. Like, I never got that. So um, I... I guess I just ended up wearing normal, normal clothes and I just didn't fit in and nobody knew whose team I was rooting for and it was upsetting, but it was honestly their fault. Okay, this is just stupid. This story is so stupid. I hate this story, but I was talking to my mom today about like any stories that she remembered about me in high school and she brought this one up and I just kind of was like, okay, so God, this is so stupid. Oh, this hurts. Okay. So there's not a lot of parties, high school parties uh, in my hometown. I feel like it was always a bust. Like we just never ended up having fun. Like it was like we could never get the right group of kids together. Like half the time I wasn't invited to parties because it was like the public school would have parties and I went to private school. We wouldn't get invited because we weren't cool enough or whatever. So there was a lot of a lot of that going on. So it rarely ever happened. But one time we had this amazing party um, with our two schools, the guy school and the girl school together. And it was like the funnest party we ever had. I remember for the rest of high school, at least the time I was there, we always talked about that one party because it was just so fun. And, um, for some reason, I thought it would be funny to give myself a hickey on my shoulder and make it as big as I could, like as large. What the fuck? Why? Why did I do this? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Emma, calm down. Okay. I don't know like what the thought process was, but basically I start giving myself a hickey on my shoulder. Everybody was like, thought it was funny because it was getting huge, okay? Like ginormous, okay? And everyone thought it was so funny. Like, make it bigger, make it bigger. And I'm like, all right, all right. So I gave myself this hickey on my shoulder. It literally was like the size of a lighter. Like think of like a lighter, like a big lighter. It was like, or even one of those Zippo lighters. It was like the size of that. I don't know why I'm using the light, a lighter as an example, but like that's the only thing I can think of that's that, that it's shaped exactly like that. It was huge. No, it was probably bigger than that actually. Anyway, it was huge. Uh, thought that that was hella funny and it was all fun and games, right? It was, it was funny until it didn't go away for like a month and a half. So I just had this massive hickey on my shoulder, but luckily because hickeys don't normally go on shoulders, nobody knew that... They just thought it was a bruise. Good job, Emma, you fucking idiot. Like, why would you do that? Next story. This story is a little bit... Mm, this is, like, kind of embarrassing, but, like, I kind of think it's funny, and I think I even thought it was funny in the moment, but it's still a good story. So I used to do track. Um, sophomore year, I did track, and... It was my first year ever running. Like I had never done anything, any running sport before. So uh, I was not super experienced. And after kind of training for a little bit, they decided that I would be really good at hurdles because I'm really flexible and I can jump pretty high for no apparent reason. I think it was because I was a cheerleader. So like, if you actually think about it, doing hurdles, do people even know what hurdles are? I don't think I even knew what hurdles were before I learned how to do it. Basically, in case you don't know, it's a track event where basically you run over, you hop, you run as fast as you can, and then you do this specific like leap in a sense over a 
raised hurdle. And it's fucking hard. And like, it's weird that it even exists. It's probably the weirdest sport I've ever heard of. Like, it's the weirdest track event, in my opinion, because it's so odd. But I actually fucking loved it. And I got really good at it really quickly. I mean, not like the best, but like, it just came to me really naturally. And I tend to be the type of person where if something comes to me naturally, at least a little bit, then I'm super motivated. Whereas if I just start and I don't even have a head start at all, I tend to give up, which is kind of fucked up. Uh, maybe should speak to my therapist about that. Uh, but yeah, hurdles was amazing. I really fell in love with it. But basically there's two events that I would run. There was a hundred hurdles, which is basically like if you're looking at a a track, right? Like a high school track, it's like one fourth of that track. So you run that. It's very short, whatever. And then the other event is 300 hurdles, which is three-fourths of a track, okay? So imagine this. Imagine running three-fourths of a track while jumping over hurdles, okay? And going as fast as you fucking can. It's not like you're spacing things out. You're going for it the whole time. You're sprinting the whole time. Bitch, let me fucking tell you. That was not chill. That event was not chill at all, okay? 100 hurdles, absolutely. I got first a few times in JV. That's okay, though, because it's still winning, just not in varsity. But I was also not that good, but I still got first a few times. But in JV, though. But 100 hurdles was great. I enjoyed that journey, okay? 300 hurdles never went well for me. Now, let me tell you. One time... I was racing, actually at the school that, it's funny, James Franco went to the high school that I was running this track meet at, so fun fact. Anyways, I'm running, and I'm at the last two hurdles, right? Second to last hurdle, I accidentally jump off the wrong foot. My back foot gets caught on the hurdle, and I eat shit. I, my foot gets caught on it, I roll forward, and I was like, oh shit, that's so fucking embarrassing. But I got up and I kept running and I actually placed second to last. I still didn't get last. So I don't know if I should feel like a savage or if I should just be embarrassed that I tripped. But the best part is, is that that didn't happen just once. That actually happened twice. Except the second time was a little bit different. So I was running 300 hurdles again and I'm coming down the home stretch. I actually have a video of this on my Twitter. So if you can find it, you're the CEO of finding things on my Twitter. Um, I was running and it was like, I think it was the second to last or the last hurdle. I don't know what went through my mind, but I ran around the hurdle. Like it came up on me so quickly. So like I didn't, I kind of zoned out and I forgot that I was like doing hurdles and I thought that I had run over my last hurdle, but I still had one more and I didn't see it. So then I just ran around it. Because I was on the end, so I could just run around. Um, I got disqualified, but I think it's a funny story to tell. Go find that video on my Twitter. Anyway, those are all my embarrassing high school stories. I feel like that's all I have. I hope you enjoyed those. I hope they're relatively funny or entertaining. Hopefully took your mind off the fact that the world feels like it's crumbling. Um, this episode is brought to you by Batiste. I do spend a lot of time in front of a camera. Although sometimes my hair looks bad, I love when it looks good. So when I heard about Batiste's two new products, I had to check them out. It's dry shampoo powered by you. 
The Touch Activated Dry Shampoo releases fragrance whenever you touch your hair. And the Sweat Activated Dry Shampoo absorbs oil and releases fragrance as you sweat. You know what's an underrated compliment? Your hair smells good. Always feels good when it happens. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste Dry Shampoo online or in-store at your nearest retailer. This episode is brought to you by Adidas. Whether you're a professional athlete or lacing up a pair of sneakers for the first time, everyone feels pressure, okay? For me, it started when I was a young tween. There were a lot of pressures that I experienced as a cheerleader, not only from coaches, but also from within. You want to be good because you're like, if I'm not, then what am I doing with all this time that I'm dedicating to this thing? The only problem was, even though I did well under the pressure, the pressure still made me miserable and it made me anxious. But it wasn't until I got older that I realized that sports should be where you escape pressure, not feel it. For me now, it's less about perfection and being the best, and it's more about doing what feels good and what makes me happy. With the right mindset, you can beat anything, including pressure. You got this. Visit adidas.com slash you got this to learn more. Now I'm going to go on the Twitter real quick and answer some questions that you guys had for me about high school or just anything you wanted me to discuss about high school. First question, was going to a Catholic school influential over your personal beliefs or opinions? That's a great question. So I actually went to Catholic school as a non-religious person. I found it super interesting to learn about for sure, but it definitely didn't really change my opinions on my own spirituality and what that is to me and whatever. I've kind of always had my own belief system in a weird way and it not really necessarily match up with any specific religion or belief system, but like it's my own kind of thing, but I'm definitely a spiritual person and I definitely believe in different kinds of things. I almost feel like I pull from, I pull the parts of different religions that make sense to me and have my own belief system in my head, if that makes sense. Like I literally like have different little things from everywhere that I believe in. Like I believe in karma and like if and there's you know what I mean? So it's I mix and match, I guess. But I think that school is kind of like going to school and learning about religion, strictly about Catholicism was like I might not necessarily be a Catholic person, but I can appreciate some of the some of the things that they believe in, like some of the moral lessons. I think some of them are really useful. Like, you know, some of the stories I thought were actually very meaningful for anybody. You know what I mean? And some didn't necessarily resonate with me or some I didn't agree with, but I also don't judge. You know what I mean? So anyway, that was that. Um, what group slash stereotype did you hang out with in high school? I was kind of the type of person where I was kind of homies with everybody or at least tried my best. I feel like I would talk to anybody and be friends with everybody. But at my school, I don't really feel like there was as much of a stereotype thing because there was no guys. It was all girls, so it was very chill. But I do think that the friend group that I tended to hang out with was probably more of the I mean I guess in a sense they were kind of the popular kids but I didn't really like to look at it like that and I didn't really necessarily fit in in the group personally to be completely honest I tried my best but it wasn't like it wasn't the best fit for me in retrospect in you know whatever but yeah that was like my main friend group but I actually ended up splitting off and hanging out with um like I would split off into small groups within the big group and kind of make my own little mini groups. And so I didn't really have a, you get what I'm saying here. Okay, next. 
Are you upset that you didn't get to go to some high school events, examples, prom and graduation? Weirdly, no. I did expect to feel sad about it, but actually, no. Sometimes I do, like once every blue moon. But honestly, no, because I'm, I am really grateful for my life and the way that it panned out and I wouldn't want it any other way. And to be honest, I would have fucking hated going to prom anyway. And then I probably wouldn't have had a date. So do you think it's next question? Do you think it's disrespectful when people call you a dropout? I mean, to be honest, I don't really get offended very easily. So if somebody wants to call me a dropout and like ruffle my feathers, go for it. That's fine. Um, I call myself a dropout as a joke sometimes. I'm not, but I mean, it can kind of suck. I think the reason why it sucks the most is because I was a good student and I worked really hard at school and it was like something that was really important to me at the time. And like somebody calling you a dropout can kind of make you feel like, oh, well, all that work was for nothing. Now I'm just being called a dropout for like getting straight A's my entire life. You know what I mean? That kind of can blow because it makes you feel like all your work went to shit. But at the same time, I know that I worked really hard at school and I know why I left school and I know that I technically completed high school. And so people can kind of say what they want and yeah, it might be disrespectful, but I'm not going to get offended. I try my best not to get offended. <laughs> my favorite subject, that's kind of an innocent question. My favorite subject was... Science. I loved biology a lot. I was really, for some reason, really good at biology. I don't know why. I just killed that shit. All right, next high school question. Somebody asked me if they should bring their own lunch or eat at the cafeteria. I'm assuming that you are not in high school yet, so you're going to be there soon because you'd probably know whether or not this food at your school is good or not. If you, you know what I mean, then you could decide based on that. Well, let me tell you, I've never liked a school lunch. All right, I've never fucking liked it. It's nasty. I feel like there's just germs everywhere. I would say bring your own lunch. Although at my private school, the second year I was there, they provided lunch because it was part of our tuition. So we just got to eat for free. And the food was like, I mean, it was all right. But like, it was good in the beginning when like they first went like in the beginning of the year and then they just started getting lazy and then it tasted like shit. So, and the lines were really long. I think bringing your own lunch is kind of the move. And like, it's also a lot healthier. Like, you know what's going into that shit. But I also think that if your school has good school lunches and it's like affordable or whatever, then do that. Follow your heart, babe. That's on you. Next question. Have you ever cried because you've gotten a bad grade? Fuck yeah. Yes. Like a thousand times. I would get so upset with myself. I've cried in the bathroom over grades. And for what? For me to just be called a fucking dropout? Damn it. I wish I would have known. Last question about school. What do you miss most about it? Actually, nothing. So anyways, um, <laughs> that's actually nothing. I literally don't miss anything about high school. There's really nothing I miss about it. And, and if in a way that people that say high school is the best year of your years of your life, they cap it, you know, that shit sucked. It was not fun at all. Like, I was like insecure, depressed, stressed out, lost, conforming to what everybody else was doing making stupid decisions, like talking to guys I didn't like, being friends with people that didn't understand me. Like, what is fun about that, dude? Nothing. It was awful. So, so fuck that shit. 
I'm going to answer one more question about high school and then we're going to get to some of the voicemails. I kind of want to answer some random voicemails because you guys have left some really funny ones that don't necessarily relate to the topic, but I think it'd be fun to answer some of those and talk about some of those. So we'll do that. But one more question. Is it harder to meet good friends in high school rather than in real life? It's so much easier to make friends in real life. Oh my God. It's so much easier. I mean, I think it, it, it might be a little bit tougher at first because you have to kind of figure out where you want to insert yourself to make new friends, whether that's like, you know, for me, like I go to soul cycle all the time. So like I've met a lot of friends through soul cycle or, um, through like hanging out at certain places where I know other people hang out. Like you have to figure out in the real world, you have to kind of take initiative and figure out where you're going to meet these people, uh, which can be kind of tough. But then once you're there, it's way easier. Whereas, in school, you have such a small group of people to pull from, and it's not like you can escape somebody. So let's say you meet somebody and you don't really end up liking them very much, you don't vibe, you have to see them every day for the rest of the school year. Like, that makes it really tough. So I think the real world is easier. Actually, do you know what? I kind of retract my statement. I think it's easier to make friends in school because there's so many people around every day that you see every day, but... It's, hard, it's harder to have healthy relationships in school because if anything goes wrong or you don't end up liking them or you end up seeing them too much, then it goes all wrong at school. Whereas in real life, you can keep, maintain a healthy relationship because there's not that commitment of seeing somebody every single day. Let's get into voicemails, baby. Also, by the way, if you didn't know, we have a voicemail kind of system going on where you can call 567-ASK-EMMA and you can ask me questions that I might answer on the podcast. I usually tweet the topics every week, like what topic I'm going to be talking about at AG podcast. So go follow AG podcast on Twitter if you want to be up to date on what the topic's going to be. And then if you want your voice in the podcast, you call 567-ASK-EMMA and we might answer it. But anyway, let's actually get to it and answer some. Hi, Emma. So I have a question for you. Um, I'm having boy trouble and it's actually my ex who I want to get back with. I broke up with him and I um, regret it. So help if you have any advice. Thanks. I wish I could just be a relationship therapist as my whole career, to be honest. I I would love to be a relationship therapist and or therapist in general. That's like probably my dream job now, like if I wasn't a YouTuber slash podcaster slash whatever the fuck I do every day. But I totally got you. So... First thing is I want you to really think right now about the long-term potential issues you could cause by getting back together with this dude. Because before you even like, you might think right now, yes, I want to get back together with him. I miss him, this, this, and that. But why did you break up with him in the first place? And will that issue reoccur if you get back together with him? Because then you're just going to end up right here over again. And I'm not going to lie to you. The second that you start talking to somebody again or you get back together with somebody, it's like you kind of start over the whole pain process, right? So you're already on the way to healing right now. Healing, getting over this dude, moving on, moving forward. You've already taken those steps to get to where you are. You're like, you have some, some time under your belt. The second that you start dating this kid again, all of that goes away and you're on a fresh slate. So consider that and consider like, do you want to go through this again? If you broke up with him for a reason that you genuinely think is invalid, like you are like, I made a mistake. I broke up with you for something that was stupid. 
I, I really regret that, whatever. I struggle to believe that that would actually be true. I think that if you break up with somebody, deep down there's an element of truth to why you did it, right? And I think being true to yourself about that is so important in trying to stand your ground as long as possible. But because your question was asking me, how do you get back with him? I'm telling you, I don't necessarily advise it, but I also understand because I've been there. So I'd say you should just start hanging out with him again as friends, see how things feel, be like, hey, I just wanna hang out with you as friends. Like, let's just keep it at that for now. You guys hang out a few times, <laughs> you'll end up getting back together. It just happens, I'm sorry, I can't even explain the math of it, but like, if, if you guys have a true connection, you'll hang out as friends and you guys will both be like, ew, this sucks ass, and then you get back together. People are not that strong, I mean, I'm not even strong, it's like, who doesn't want to get back with an ex every once in a while? You know? Also, if you broke up with him, low-key, he probably wants to get back together with you too, but his homies are probably like, no, don't get back with her. Like, she broke up with you. And But if you guys hang out, it'll be fine. Okay, that's my advice. That was probably shitty, but whatever. thought I wanted to be a relationship therapist, but now I'm just bullying you about not getting back together with your ex-boyfriend. I'm kind of projecting my own history onto you. <laughs> Anyway, next. I was just wondering what to do if your crush kissed your best friend, but your best friend doesn't know you like him and you don't know how to tell her, or if you don't know if you should just not tell her at all, or if you should just forget about your crush because they're going to start dating, and I don't know what to do. Oh, damn it, bro. I fucking hate that for you, dude. I'm so sorry. That is so annoying. That has happened to me, actually. Kinda. That's actually a good story. Maybe I'll tell the story. When, actually, that story. Mm, I'll tell the story when I'm 25. Anyways, um, there's a few things that I, I wish that you were here right now so that I could tell you, I could ask you these questions. So I know like when you're a teen, sometimes like when you, you can, people kiss people and it doesn't mean shit, right? I mean, that's at least in my experience. Like sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. If their kiss meant something, I would say that you should not tell your friend, which is probably shitty advice. But the reason why I think you shouldn't tell your friend is because it wouldn't really benefit anybody, right? Because if you tell her, if she likes this dude, she's still going to probably date him. And you don't want to be the bad guy in a sense being like, hey, I actually like this dude. And I'm sad because you guys are getting together and now and because then she's going to feel bad and sometimes people are immature and sometimes they'll resent you and be like why do you like him because I like him and I would hope that your friend wouldn't be like that but there is always that potential so maybe just kind of sit on the feeling for a little while don't tell her but if they start if it starts really bothering you and it gets to a point where like it's affecting your relationship with her or him then I say you bring it up to her and you just be like, listen, I don't know how to solve this problem. I kind of have feelings for this dude and you're with him. So like, what should we do? You know, because I also understand how feelings don't just go away. I've had crushes on so many people when they've like had girlfriends or like whatever. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck? Damn it. You know what I mean? And it sucks. And it, it doesn't matter if they're in a relationship. It doesn't matter. You still, those feelings just don't go away. Like they surpass all, all, all shit. You know what I mean? So 
Anyway, I wish you very much luck with that, and I hope that that helped. Would you ever get another piercing or, like, some sort of tattoo, and what would it be and why? Love it. I love this question because I I love jewelry so much. I actually, I used to hate jewelry, like, when I was, like, in middle school and high school just because I was too lazy to put it on, but, like, now I always am wearing jewelry. I have, like, earrings, necklaces, rings, all, all of it. And I love it. I only wear silver jewelry. Fun fact. I don't know why that is, though. It just is that way. I have uh, in my ears. Well, actually, okay, I'll name all my piercings. I have a nose ring. And then I have my triples on both sides. So I have all the, the whole the three holes in my whatever it's called. Uh, lobe. Um, <laughs> I almost called it the wrong thing. And it, it was a body it was a different body part, and I almost called the lobe. Anyway, would have been really bad. Never would have gotten an ad again. Really glad that I, my brain caught that. <laughs> um, Low-key, everybody hates this, but I've always kind of deep down, and I'd never tell anybody this because everybody I tell literally judges the fuck out of me. I've always wanted to get my septum, like a ring in my septum. The septum is like the, like kind of, they call them like the little bowl ring. Like in the part of your nose, it's like, the middle part in between your nostrils. I've always wanted to get like a tiny ring there where it's like barely noticeable, but it is. I think it's so dope and edgy. Although getting that area pierced would hurt so bad. I'm like touching it and it makes me want to throw up. Um, as for my actual ears, I just want to go crazy on my ears. But the only problem is whenever I get cartilage piercings, I always get keloids, which are like these weird bump things. And then they end up hurting so bad and like bleeding all the time and shit. So I end up having to take the piercing out. So like they never heal properly. So I've tried to get my cartilage twice and both times I've had to take them out and it made my life living hell for months when it was like healing. It just wasn't worth it. So if you guys have any tips on how to like get your cartilage to heal efficiently, like let me know. I guess I'm just like a restless sleeper. So it always just, I'm sleeping on it and it hurts. So that sucks, but I'm going to get more ear piercings soon. I just kind of need to look at, some photos of other people's and figure out what layout I want. Um, but I'm really open-minded with ear piercings. Like I want to get a fuck ton cause I like when people's ears look jeweled up. Um, and as for tattoos, I'm probably never going to get a tattoo to be honest, but I did have a few tattoo ideas. There's this one artist that's like a French artist and she does these like colors. They're like colored tattoos and they look like little hand drawn, like little hand drawn hand sketched art whatever and they're just so fucking cool so if I could ever get one I'd probably get one of those because it almost feels like it's like colorful so it's less like emo in a sense but I also wanted to get a tattoo of so my favorite movie is Napoleon Dynamite okay and for some weird reason like in that movie just like makes me feel so weirdly safe and like I know it's stupid but it's just like it's always been my favorite movie and it just like was my whole childhood for me because I didn't have cable. So my dad would play the same DVDs over and over again. Wallace and Gromit, Napoleon Dynamite, and like Max and Ruby. Okay, like that was all I got to see. Um, and like Napoleon Dynamite was my favorite shit. Oh, and Coraline. So like I wanted to get, there's a scene in Napoleon Dynamite where somebody, Uncle Rico, he's the uncle of Napoleon Dynamite. He throws a stake at Napoleon while he's riding a bike and it hits him in the face. And I like that scene. So I would want to get a steak, a fucking T-bone steak on my neck. I wanted that tattoo, like a hand-drawn T-bone steak. I also like it because it's ironic because I'm a vegetarian and I have been since I was born. 
So that was randomly the tattoo I wanted. And it doesn't make any fucking sense. But I thought it would look kind of dope. There's something about the look of like a hand-drawn like steak that like looks really pretty for some reason to me. Like not eating it, but like I like the shape of it. I sound like a fucking sociopath now. Great. Now I fucking sound like a murderer. Um, I'm not. I also thought it could be cool to get a tattoo of... So, wait, why is this making me want to get a tattoo randomly? I need to stop before I do it because I literally will. Um, I had this stuffed animal that I named Biggie Big. It was a bunny. And I used to suck my thumb until I was nine years old. And I would take Biggie Big and I'd rub his ear on my lip while I was sucking my thumb. And I'm literally doing it right now because I was trying to remember how I used to do it. I'd stick my thumb in my mouth, grab Biggie Big's ear and rub it on my lip as I was sucking my thumb. And Biggie Big was my bitch. Like that stuffed animal. I almost am like getting weirdly choked up because I used to have these really weird attachments to um, inanimate objects, like very obsessive compulsive about it to a point where like if I wasn't holding it, like... I would freak out. I had a few of those things. Biggie Big was my main one. Carry him with me. I'd carry him with me everywhere till I got too old and I had to go to school. And it was so hard for me to walk around without that Biggie Big. It was really, really hard. So my dad actually bought me a mini little um, dog once. This mini dog. We named him Mikey. And I would carry Mikey around in my pocket. And I used to get really bad anxiety. And so I'd reach in my hand and I'd like grab this little stuffed animal and I would make me feel like oh my god I'm literally getting choked up why am I getting choked up about the story I'd reach my hand into my pocket and I'd like and I could like feel like my parents were oh my god I'm gonna cry that is so sad was I okay I would reach into my pocket and grab the stuffed animal and I'd feel like my parents were like standing around me when I'd close my eyes like so bizarre but it would make me feel really safe and honestly I kind of need another biggie big and another mikey because recently I've been quite lonely so Dad, if you want to mail over another Biggie Big, let me know. <sighs> that story got heavy for me for some reason. Anyway, so I, going back to the tattoo point, getting a tattoo of like one of those little stuffed animals on me somewhere would be super meaningful just because those were like what helped with my anxiety as a child because I was a very anxious child. <sighs> now I kind of want to get that tattoo. Low key. The fact that I almost just cried telling that story like makes me want to get that tattoo. Oh my God, I'm calling my mom. I'm literally going to call my mom when I get out of here. Now I want it. guy. Okay, wait, where would I get it? Because that will never go away. I'll never regret that. Like you can't regret that shit. I almost just cried about it. I haven't cried in like two weeks. Actually, I cried yesterday, but I'll explain that. It wasn't like a real reason. It was just stupid. It was about something stupid. I kind of want to get like an... Okay, more on this later, more on this later, more on this later. Anyway, if I get a biggie big tattoo, you know what it is? I actually got that idea. I'm going to give idea creds. Um, I kind of got that idea from my friend Kelsey, who she kind of did a similar thing with like a stuffed animal and got it tattooed on her body that had a sentimental value. And I thought that that was so cool. And uh, so, yeah, thank you, Kelsey, for the idea. She's definitely not listening to this, but um, she did give me that idea. So I'm not going to not give her credit because that shit pisses me off okay moving on to the next question I really just went that really took me somewhere that took me to a new place I didn't even stay on topic for a moment and then I almost cried like that was too much I need a fucking nap okay next question hello Emma where do you like red pasta sauce or the white pasta sauce 
Thank you for listening. You're welcome for listening. Always here. Um, so here's the thing. I have never been a fan of any food that is like white. Like you hear that, bitch? I hate that shit. Mayonnaise? No. Alfredo sauce? No. Ranch? No. Sour cream? No. Cottage cheese? Fuck no. Are you sensing a pattern here? Hate that shit. So obviously my choice is marinara sauce. I love red sauce. I, it's so much more flavorful. It's like refreshing. I hate something that like leaves a milky weird flavor in my mouth. And like Alfredo sauce does that to me. Like it just makes my mouth feel weird. And like the flavor just like, it makes me feel dirty. Like I feel like I need to shower after I eat Alfredo sauce. Moving on. <laughs> if you could have any breed of dog, what would it be? And what would you name it? Well, I'm actually a huge fan of rescuing dogs. So if I could have any dog breed, I like a little terrier mix, like a tiny little terrier mix. I mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if it had a little bit of poodle in it or a little bit of schnauzer in it or a little bit of like Maltese Yorkie in it. Like I like the tiny little dogs that aren't so tiny that you'd kill them if you stepped on them, but like are not like so big that you can't carry them around if you want. Like there's this perfect medium. I also actually like Italian greyhounds a lot. I think those are really cute. My dog, Sammy, at my mom's house um, is like, looks like a terrier, but has the body of an Italian greyhound, which is so fucking weird and unusual. So, but Italian greyhounds are really cute. I like not, I like um, hypoallergenic dogs because I don't like to sneeze and I don't like their hair being everywhere. So those are my favorite dog breeds. Um... If I was going to name a dog, I'd probably name it Gary. Next. Okay, so Emma, if you drop a bar of soap, is the soap dirty or is the floor clean? Bye, I love you. The floor is clean. Because think about it. Wait a minute. Because the idea of soap is that it kills bacteria, okay? So if bacteria ends up on the soap, it's going to kill most of that bacteria, Right? Whereas like the floor, and then the floor probably isn't gonna be clean, but there's probably gonna be a few spots that have killed bacteria. Period. All right, that's a great place to end things. But before I end the actual episode, I have a story to tell you about why I cried yesterday, because I brought that up earlier, and now I wanna tell you the story. So I booked a hotel for an event that uh, ended up getting canceled because of coronavirus. And I, I paid a lot of money for this hotel because the rates were jacked up because of the event, right? And it got canceled and I called them and I was like, can we move this to another day so that I can go as a vacation and like, you know, disregard the event? Like, can we make something work? Can I cancel it because the event is canceled? They said no. So then all that money just went nowhere and I cried for like an hour. Fuck. So I'm suing the company. It's crazy I'm, I'm suing the company. It's crazy. It's crazy I literally am filing my lawsuit right now. I'm just filing it. I'm kidding. I will probably get sued for saying that. I'm always scared of getting sued. And on that note, I should probably shut up. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to go on the Twitter, ask questions at AG Podcast. Call the number 567 Ask Emma. 
do your thing. Have an amazing day. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't go in public. Watch movies at home. Be nice to your friends and family. I love you all. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Peace out, bitch.